It is midweek of week two of our Safer at Home program here in Shelby County. Uh, last Wednesday, our pastor, sitting in the chair of youth ministry here at First Baptist Fisherville, brought us a word of encouragement from the book of Esther. This week, I'm sitting in my favorite chair here in an otherwise empty church building. This chair doesn't have the history of that awful green velour chair of youth ministry in which Jeff sat last week. This is the chair in my office. But here, I'm surrounded by history. On the bookshelves behind me, I can delve into the scholarship and devotion of people who have spent their lives meditating and studying the Word of God. Some of them are people who have helped us to first articulate the great truths of our faith. There are people who have lived through persecution, some of them martyred for their faith. There are witnesses to great revivals and great catastrophes. Some are truly the ancient fathers of our faith and others are contemporary interpreters. But with all of them, their witness is one of great faith and great confidence in the Lord. As we adjust to the very strange circumstances we are in, we can have confidence that the Lord is good and that the Lord is God. Another thing that we can have confidence in is that even during this time of uh, social distancing and self-quarantine, there is one who is always closer than a brother, and that one is Jesus. We are promised in Scripture that when we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, that the Holy Spirit comes to dwell within us. That is the very presence of Jesus. That is the one perfect gift for us in any circumstance. The Holy Spirit planted within us and ready to bear fruit. Romans 5.9 tells us that God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. As I thought about that verse as part of last Sunday's Sunday School passage, I, I thought, of course God's love would be poured into our hearts when the Holy Spirit takes up residence, because God is love, as 1 John 4.8 says. Well, then the fruit of the Spirit passage from Galatians 5 came to mind with the priority of place given to love as a fruit of the Spirit. Personally, I think the fruit of the Spirit is love, and the rest of that Galatians list are the playing out of that love. The fruit of the Spirit is love. The love of Christ toward us and our love toward him. And that, that's what brings us joy in, in ourselves and, and peace with God. And when are we most aware of true joy? When we know that we are loved. When do we find true peace? When we know that we are loved. Back to Romans 5, Paul writes, God shows his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Love doesn't only affect, though, how we relate to God. It also plays out in our relationship with others. Right now, in this strange time, I believe some of us really need to remind ourselves of the presence of God within us, of his love for us, and his demand of love for others. 
The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Uh, here's where the, the love that he pours into our hearts through the Holy Spirit shows itself to others. Here's where I believe many of us need to learn to rely on the Holy Spirit within us in order to show patience, kindness, and goodness to those with whom we might right now be cooped up with at home for a little while. Remember, you love them. And just as God showed his love for you while you were still a sinner, let the Holy Spirit remind you to show love for others through patience, kindness, and goodness. Oh, but then there's more. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. A true love for the Lord and for his children will lead us to live lives of faithfulness to God and integrity toward others. Faithfulness isn't just about Bible knowledge. It is about integrity in all aspects of life. Gentleness, sometimes it's translated meekness. It isn't living as a doormat, but it is being at peace with all men as much as it depends on you. It is not weakness. It is bringing your strengths under control. Be not a brawler. Think before you respond. And remember, a soft answer turns away wrath. Proverbs 15.1 And self-control? Sometimes that one's translated temperance. Self-control in this sense isn't just not losing your temper. It truly means to it truly means to to control the selfish desires which conflict with godliness the lusts of the flesh the putting your own interests ahead of others the desire to put self in the seat of god john stott writes that dr kenneth moyna a medical missionary in burundi summarize the fruit of the Spirit with its emphasis on love this way. Joy is love exalting and peace is love at rest. Patience, love enduring in every trial and test. Gentleness, love yielding to all that is not sin. Goodness, love in actions that flow from Christ within. Faith is love's eyes opened, the living Christ to see. Meekness, love not fighting, but bowed at Calvary. Temperance, love in harness and under Christ's control. For Christ is love in person and love Christ in the soul. As we go through what we all pray will be a, a shortened period of social distancing. Remember, you are not alone. You are loved. And in Christ, you have the power to show love to those around you. May our Lord Jesus remind you of his presence each and every moment of each and every day in each and every circumstance. I look forward to the day when we can once again gather together in worship and study of his word. Don't forget to pray for your church staff 
and your church family and know that if there is anything that we can do to help you through this season, uh, please call the church office or send us an email. We are praying for you. May our Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.